Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant leaders. Welcome to another episode of your live and restaurant. Today's episode, it's all about the value of a customer. What value does a customer have? How important is it for your business? And I'm here to tell you, a customer is everything. They are the oxygen of your business. They're what keeps you open. If there's no customer, there's no business. If there's no sales, there's no business. Plain and simple. In a business, it's there to serve customers, especially a restaurant. A restaurant needs customers and lots of customers if it wants to make a lot of money. One time I did this exercise with my team members, with my employees. And I asked them, who is the real boss? Was it me? And I told them the real boss is the customer. They're the ones that pay for everything. They're the ones that pay for the rent. They're the ones that pay for the light. They're the ones that pay for the food. They're the ones that pay their salaries. So they're the real boss. We must treat them. Them, good. Because, as I said, they're the ones that put food on our table. They're the true boss. They're where money. If their customer doesn't come in to that restaurant, I cannot pay you every two weeks. And that's something you must pass along to your employees. They must understand how important customers are. And you need to transmit that energy so they could treat your customers good. You lead by example. You must do the things you want them to do. The way you want your your customers to be treated, you need to put that example first to your employees. If you treat a customer bad, if you treat a customer a certain way, then you bet your servers, your buzzers are gonna are going to do the same thing. Everything comes from you. Everything comes from the top. So you have to lead by example and you have to lead the way you want your customer service to be at your individual restaurant. How do we identify good customers? I ask myself this question. Because we have customers, we have transient customers that maybe are just in town and they heard good reviews. And those are important important too. You must make sure they get treated well and they have great food and everything. But more important are those great customers. Those good customers that come two, three times a month or they come every week or they even come two or three times a week. 
those are the key customers you must always take care of them. I have mentioned here the 80-20 principle before the Pareto principle. Basically states that 20% of your customers bring you 80% of your profit. And those 20%, those are the customers that are your great customers that come very often. And another way to identify them, a great customer, is the one that share you with others. The one that brings more people with them. So let's say you have a customer that comes once a week. And then once in a while brings more people with them. That's a great customer. That's You have one right there. You have a winner there. You need to make sure that customer is always leaving happy. That's the customer you treat to a Christmas uh, complimentary lunch or dinner. The one that's bringing you people because they're sharing you to the world. They're such a big fan. They're part of your fan club. They love you. They love your food. And they're willing to share you with others. Those are good customers. How do you treat a customer? With love and respect. I want you to try an exercise. If before you go to greet a customer, before you go to a table, inside your head you say, I love this customer, I love this customer, I love this customer. Your whole energy and attitude and face changes. Just try. Just go before you go to the table. I love this customer. I love this customer. I love this customer. When you get to that table, that smile is going to light up. It's the same when you answer a phone, right? If you smile before you answer a phone, the way you sound on the phone is different. Your tone is different. Your face is different. Your whole energy is different. And you do have to love your customer. Love and respect. Just like a marriage. It's the same for every person that comes in. I have this prayer that I always like to say. That I always ask God to help me to smile to the first customer. To smile to the last customer. Just like I smile to the first customer that comes in. So treat the first customer that comes in. And the last customer that comes in equally the same. And that's very hard because after a long, hard day of work, sometimes you're, you're tired. And you might not have the same energy and you might not. But that's not the customer's fault. The customer, it doesn't matter if it's the first one that comes in right when you open or the, la- the last one before you close. They're expecting you still to be in your A game. They still want a great customer service. And that's why I always pray for God, please help help me smile to that last customer just like I did the first one. It's also important to think that there will be times that things go wrong. At the end, it is business. It's worked by people and people do make mistakes. And there will be a time where you will have a dissatisfied customer. And your job when you have a dissatisfied customer is to make things right. 
When something goes wrong, you have to go above and beyond to make things right. And this is your opportunity to make a lifetime customer with your response. What I mean by this is that when something went wrong, when you dropped the ball, when you didn't hit a home run, the customer is coming with a complaint to you. And they want you to make it right. I don't know if you heard this before, but I can't remember the statistic right now on top of my head. But mo- but the point is that most people won't complain. Most people won't tell you about it. Sometimes if you see they didn't finish their food, they might not like it, but most people will not tell you. They won't tell you, but they sure will go tell somebody else. So when a customer actually tells you the truth and say, you know what, I didn't like this or this was wrong, then take that opportunity to make things right. And in a sense, that's what the customer is telling you. Like, I want to like you. I want to like this food. Make this right. And that's your opportunity to act. And you have to empathize when something goes wrong. Listen to the customer. One time when I was in school, I remember one of the teachers put up a acronym to how to act when there's a customer complaint. And she wrote on the board, LEAST, L-E-A-S-T. The L stands for listen. When, the, when a customer comes with you with a complaint, you have to listen. Don't talk. Don't say anything. That just gets them more mad. Just listen. Listen, make sure they get everything out, everything they have to say. And after they listen, empathize. Feel them. Put yourself in your shoes. That's what empathize is. How would you feel? One time I was listening to this example of, uh, I think a guy was uh, put in in a room next to the next to the elevator, to the stairs or something. He had a lot of noise. He was trying to get some sleep. So he went to the front desk to complain to the to the hotel manager, hotel, the person in charge. And he said, you know what? I've been traveling. I've been trying to get uh, some sleep. I have to wake up tomorrow. And the noise of people coming up the stairs or the noise of the elevators keeps waking me up. And the first thing this, the manager said is like, oh, how, how annoying is that? Oh, man, I will feel so annoying. I'm trying to get some sleep. You're telling that customer, you empathize with them. You understand with them. You said something that he might have not expressed. How annoying is that? How frustrating. And that's what they want to hear, that you truly understand them. And that's what empathize is all about. Understanding their point of view. So you listen, you empathize, and then you apologize. Apologize immediately. I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassed. Tell them truly sorry for what happened and be sorry. I mean, every time I drop the ball, I'm the first one to be mad at myself. Because I know the customer doesn't deserve that. And I... Some, if sometimes we have a takeout order and we we forgot to put something, oh, man, I get so mad. 
so mad. Because I, I can't imagine the customer getting there and the thing's not there. And it's happened to me before. And I don't want to be that place. So you have to truly understand that and then apologize. Be frustrated for them. And say, you know what? I'm sorry. That's it. Then immediately solve. React. Solve their issue at hand. But it must be solved immediately. I need to make this point clear with you. You need to solve it immediately. Not tomorrow. Not in a week. Don't mail them a coupon. Solve it if you can immediately or as fast as you can. Sometimes what I do, sometimes as I said, if I forgot to put in an order, they'll call me and they'll be like, hey, we didn't get this food. And I listen, I empathize and I apologize. And I, and I ask them, well, how can I solve this? How can I make this right for you? Would you like me to make another one? Would you like credit? Would you like me to refund your money? What, what would you like me to do? Sometimes I ask them, what would you like me to do? And they will tell you what they want. And usually this, ha- this usually works because it helps them calm down a little bit. They understand that you're trying to make things right and you're telling them, what would you like me to do? How can I solve this? And most of the time, sometimes when they're a little angry, after I tell them this, they'll calm down a bit and sometimes they'll be like, oh, you know what, like, uh, just next time. So they, usually their voice changes also. Or they'll be like, sure, just give me my money back. It's all good. So I, I felt like this um, helps. I usually tell them, what would you like me to do? How can I help this? How can I solve this? If they're not coming with a quick solution, I will give them a quick three options, money back, a credit. If they're not, if they're close by, I could take it up there. Something that... That will help me solve the problem quickly. If it's in there, if it's a problem in there with their food. Also the same thing. Would you like another thing? What would you like me to do? How can I solve this? Take it off the check. Bring you another drink. And then do that immediately. If they return food back, make sure your kitchen fixes it right away. Because then the other people already eating... You want them to make them a new dish as fast as possible. I'm telling you, this is your opportunity to go above and beyond. Above and beyond. And then you will have a lifetime customer. The way you treat this, the way you react, the way you solve the problem is going to determine if that customer makes service service with you again. Patronizes your establishment again. The way you solve it. That's the only way to do this. And it's going to depend on the situation. I like to ask them sometimes, as I said, how can I solve this? The last on the acronym, listen, empathize, apologize, solve, and T is for thank. Thank them. Thank them for, thank you for bringing this up to my attention. Thank you for letting me know. I appreciate it. I will look into the matter. I will take care of it. That's what they want. They want you to take care of it. Part of leadership is taking responsibility. That's just going to be what it is. They want you to solve this. And you have to thank them and tell them, I will take care of it. Thank you very much for bringing this to my attention. 
Because as I said, most people will not tell you when something's wrong. So for them to tell you, you have to thank them. So remember the acronym. Listen, empathize, apologize, solve, and think. And by going above and beyond, you will have a recurring customer. Show that you care. Remember, love your customer, respect your customer. Make things right with them. Before we go, I emphasize the value of a customer. It's, I would say, is is priceless. Especially a good customer that comes very often and shares you with others. They're, they're that 20 on the 80, 20, 80 principle. They bring you all your profit. You need to focus on them. One time I was listening to a rabbi that a lot of churches make the mistake that they focus too much on the new members. Or, or potential members. But they really need to be focusing more on the people they already have. And that's the same thing for a restaurant. Yes, focus on new customers. Yes, try to make new customers. But don't lose the ones you already have. My dad says that to make a customer, like a good customer, a regular customer, takes a lot of work. It takes a long time. But to lose a customer, you could lose them like that. That's very true. But there will be problem customers, right? There will be customers, I'm pretty sure you'll have them, that you, as, you, as soon as you see them, you're like, God, something's going to be wrong. And then you're wondering, if everything's always wrong, why do they keep coming back, right? And to tell you, one time I read this for the Southwest CEO, Southwest Airlines. So they had this lady that would always complain. Every time she got on a plane, she would complain. Complain about the food, complain about the time, complain about the service, complain about everything. And she would always go to uh, customer service and complain. So finally, all these complaints were coming from the same lady, and they got all the way up to the CEO of Southwest. And the CEO took his time, wrote back to the lady, and I can't remember the lady's name. Let's say it was Heather. And this is basically what the CEO of Southwest wrote. Dear Heather, we will miss you. That's it. From all the problems, all the time she was complaining. In other words, he told her, I'm sorry, but we will miss you if you decide to go with somebody else. But this is only very problematic customers. Very radical, very it's always go wrong type of customers. Very few of them. But there are there. And maybe sometimes you have to consider that response from the CEO and just say, we will miss you. Remember, a customer is your business.
Without them, there is no business. So learn to love your customers. Identify your good customers. And when something goes wrong, empathize and fix it. Remember the acronym LEAST. Listen, empathize, apologize, solve, and think. Thank you, my restaurant heroes. This was a podcast today about the value of a customer, identifying them, how to treat them, how to go about it when it goes wrong. And always uh, be concerned. Have a true love for what you do. Have a true love for them to experience your restaurant, for them to have good food. Have that innate thing that I want every person that comes in here have great food and have great service. That needs to come innate. That needs to be inside of you. You want to be successful in this hospitality industry. You need to have that desire to go out there and do your best and put your best foot out there for your customers. It can't be you against your customer. You have to truly want them to have a good experience. That's the only way you're going to guarantee success. And remember that quote that says that we guarantee great customer service, you will have a great business. And that's so true. Thank you. This was the fourth episode of 2022. Of a goal of 20. So we have 20 more to go. We come at you every two weeks. And yes, I would encourage you to share this with others. If you think somebody will benefit from this podcast. My goal is to equip you. With tools, thoughts, motivation, techniques, strategies that are going to help you in your restaurant and in your life. We'll see you. We'll talk to you again in two weeks. Thank you.